0: It was funny about that. I actually thought, I don't know how long it takes to get from where you live to here. Mm-hmm. I thought it took like right at an hour. And we were somewhere else whenever you texted me. It was like, hey, I'm on my way. Oh. And I was like, oh, Okay. But I, I did It wasn't just getting home That I had to do I had to get home And I had to take steaks out Cook steaks And then I ate My steak like super fast And then I got a message saying Hey I'm here
1: Yeah, yeah No
0: rush bro Anytime you gotta do something Just do it I, I did
1: yeah. I did it all But don't rush it You gotta rush well, I'm, Life is life man I perform much better Whenever there's a timeline <laughs> <laughs> So like even in You know Certain situations no. Timeline You just gotta perform huh Are we recording? Mm Mm-hmm. Bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Call you Kenneth.
0: Oh, it's not that bad. Hey, Kenneth came in clutch on the last one. You weren't here, and he himself did a dad joke. Yes!
1: I haven't been here. I missed the last two episodes. We missed an episode, so it's been a month since I've recorded. It feels like it's been a really long time since I've seen you. I don't like it, man. I've missed out on too much. It's like my child is growing without me, and I don't like it. Or Sometimes you just got to do double shifts at work and then sleep when you can, and
0: you know if if you see a new st- or if you miss a new step or a new word or a new thing, it's just part of life. Sometimes the point is you should do your best to
1: be here. Yeah, I do, and then sometimes does not work out. Yeah, but you know it is what it is. I got a new tattoo. Talk to me about this tattoo. Do you like it? Yeah. It's dope. You know what
0: it's from? I don't. But it's I was from like anime. Yeah, I figured it was because I, I was looking at pictures of it online earlier, and I was like, "What the heck is it from?" Yeah, it's from uh, Naruto. Is it? Yeah. See, it. my wife would know exactly what that See, is. She's sure. a cool cat. She is cool I'll cat.
1: To, I'll, you'll have to show her later or whatever, because I have to get home. But no, it's from uh, Naruto. It's called a, a curse mark. Well, mm-hmm. the middle piece is a curse mark, and then it's a release, so it's releasing from the curse mark. Gives them like extra power. Basically, it's. I mean, there's more to it than that, but it's like a gives them more power. Basically, it's like a power up in a way but also really hurts them at first anyway it's I don't know it's cool I like it and some people have not liked it but most people have liked it people I didn't even know liked anime like from high school went out of their way to
0: let you know how awesome yeah. that was
1: yeah like someone I haven't talked to in like I don't know, two or three years if not more like he messaged me on Instagram was like hey bro awesome tattoo I just started Boruto and I was like dude I didn't even know you liked anime he was like I just got into it it's pretty cool Enjoy it. Yeah. like, back in the day in high school, you would make fun of the people who watched anime, and now you're one of those people. I'm telling you, people change. People do change, man, and anime is like, it's kind of a growing thing. Yeah. It's like more, it's more uh, mainstream now. Well, you know, it's it's funny, Uh,
0: I think everything has its time, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, um, I think, I know me and Kenneth have talked about this multiple times, but like, you know, the geeks... Whenever we were in school, they were not cool. No. Nope. Being smart with technology now is like one of the coolest things that you can be. Oh
1: yeah, it's just, it, you get paid a lot of money to know it too, so that's a plus.
0: Yeah, it, that's the thing. It is now cool mm-hmm. to be, for lack of a better term, geeky and like pursuing yeah. like all of the stuff, all the tech and the software and all the all of that.
1: <clears throat> Absolutely, I would 100% agree. And anime,
0: anime is one of those things,
1: though. Dude, it is, man. They're it like- has infiltrated the United States. Oh yeah, like they just said, like they just released a new movie, uh, a new Dragon Ball movie, actually, in theaters. In theaters, man. Dragon Ball su- is Dragon Ball Super. Superhero. Superhero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird. I haven't watched it, and I really wasn't too interested. Then I saw some spoilers. Like, okay, now I'm kind of curious. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know, the, the, the premise of it kind of, the original trailer threw me off like super hard. So who's them, who's he going after? Like, so, okay, give me so, s- some plot line. Do so you know that? The plot line is, um, so Goku and Vegeta aren't even like main characters in this one. Okay. It's all about uh, Gohan and Piccolo mostly, from what I've seen in the trailers and kind of spoilers a little bit. Okay. Um, the Red Ribbon Army's back. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> But Goku destroyed them when he was a child. Yeah, you would think, but then well, you got to think about it. Doctor Gero was back with the androids and stuff. That was part of the Red Ribbon a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but apparently they're they're back back again. Like they have like their whole army and everything, and like there's there's like two super bosses, and then so spoiler alert, they made a new version of Cell, and <laughs> is it better? Uh, I haven't. I don't know. I haven't really watched. it. I've seen like a spoiler. Like he's like super big and. Uh, apparently in the movie they make a comment where even if Goku and Vegeta were you know here they probably still would have lost. So, well, the only way they beat him is they made a wish to Shenron and got Piccolo like super powered or some shit, like god level powered. And I don't know. I have, I'm curious to how it all goes down. I've only seen like spoilers. I haven't watched it. Is this going to be uh, what is that canon? Yeah, yeah. So it's part of canon um, because it has the, it has the super the super tag on it yeah it Dragon Ball Super you know how they had the Dragon Ball Super Kenneth is gonna hate this episode GT yeah we have this GT which is not canon GT's not canon just thinking about, he's, just he's not like canon. what am <laughs> I watching he's gonna start editing this and he's like there's I, nothing- I hate these guys so much <laughs> <laughs> he's like I lost this episode <laughs> so, well he's not here yeah screw him, it's not him. we talk about what we want <laughs> this right. might be a new thing we just do an anime podcast <laughs> I like it I'm all about it hey I'll start watching it Hell more then yeah exactly so so they uh so they have GT, which is no longer canon, but I do love Super Saiyan Four, it's one of my favorite transformations. Yeah. Um then they release Dragon Ball Super, which goes right after the Boo Saga. It ties in pretty much directly. Um and then so Super's canon. Then they have Dragon Ball Super uh Broly. See, I'm at Super. Mm hmm. I haven't watched anything else. That's fine. Well uh, they they've started
0: like when they weren't Really sure what they were gonna have be like, canon, and what wasn't gonna be canon, and they you know they kind of plug stuff in or mm-hmm. take stuff out. I was like, I really don't want to commit myself to like getting invested in a particular storyline or character or set of events, and then all of that doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, all of all of Supers canon, so you're good. Yeah, and then everything you know they've released they've released two movies. The second movie they released so Super Broly, mm-hmm. or Super. Broly, it's, I hate the way they word it, is canon, which is awesome. They bring back Broly, yeah. like the original non-canon movie. So it's canon now, which is awesome, and the, the movie's fantastic. Chris actually went and watched me with it, and she was like, it's just fighting the whole time. I was like, it's great. It's the best it's the ever. best. And so now they release this movie, um, which is also supposed to be canon. Now it's supposed to lead into the new series that they're going to be doing, which would be a, a continuation of the super series. So, I'm like, okay, I'm about it. So, I gotta, I'm gotta, i going to have to check it out just for the continuation. I like that part. This camera is it's hitting my foot, man. You keep messing with it. I know. It keeps hitting my foot. Uh, this is the way I'm sitting, and it's just—it's on my foot. Kenneth. Super excited to use these, by the way. It looks great. Yeah. It does. Does it? I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, well, I haven't been here in a month, so. Pfft. You could just watch our episodes. I listen to them. I don't watch them. Yeah. I can well, go on YouTube and watch them. Back and forth. Oh, y'all started doing it already?
0: Yeah, so... Damn it. There's... The first one that went out with the switcher on it was actually... Uh, the we no Experts was him and Garrett. Ah.
1: See, I just listen on, the, on Spotify when I'm driving to and from work. Yeah. But... I used to watch it, and then I just like, I'll just listen to it.
0: So, I, I always would put it on the living room. But, but then again, I'm not really driving very often right now.
1: Yeah. yeah. When are you going back to work, man?
0: I go back to the doctor
1: on the 8th. Dude, it's going to be a whole new animal when you go back to work. I know. Dude, the whole transformation right now. I've seen the machines. It's like a different different area. Yeah, good luck.
0: I'm not worried about it.
1: Nah, no, you're not. You're just going to have to do the whole training like
0: everybody else. Doesn't hurt my feelings one bit. Nah. All right. I, I, you know what? I'm actually excited about everybody pretty much resetting at zero. They need it. Because now I'm curious to
1: see... All the new people need it, bro. Well,
0: mm-hmm. all the new people, but like all the vets have been vets for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a easy mu- muscle to flex when you're in your early twenties, and you're like, yeah. "Hey, my mind's wide open. I can learn whatever I need to." And then the, it's locked in. Now, 50 60 sixty-ish years of engineering's being ripped out, and then new engineering's being put in.
1: Yeah, now people have to actually prove themselves again. Oh, I love which I think I don't know I don't know how many people Are actually going to be blended. People hate change man I love Competition Oh same See That's how I messed up my shoulder <laughs> Cause it's a stupid softball tournament I was like Oh I'm not letting You know I gotta do Go all out You know I haven't swing a bat In a 10 decade. years A yeah. decade it's Almost No it's been more than 10 years It's been About 14 years man Cause I've been graduated For almost 10 It's probably been about 12 then I've almost been out of school For 10 years Yeah, I've been out of school for 11. Dude, we're old as hell. Yeah. Oh, man, it sucks.
0: Yeah. It doesn't suck. It's not that bad. It sucks. I hate it. I hate... It only sucks if you don't have any plans to change it up. Yeah, I mean... Because this is something I always think about. It's very interesting to me. So, like... If, for instance... You got into into your house Like your your home Mm -hmm. You're financing out You know you have Your your perfect career And everything else What Is the difference From year one And year thirty Of like
1: you paying That house off Like if Your life doesn't change Then Well that's the thing Life Life forces you to change One way or another Something's gonna happen And you're gonna have to Make some adjustments For most people I think That's true Like Having a kid, that changes everything. That's true. Having a second kid, again, changes everything. Hey. Have I told you to have another kid on the way? Yeah, you, you did. Oh, guess what? what? We know the gender. <sighs> we announced it to my family and her family, so it's good to say now. Are you allowed to say it? I am allowed to say it. Oh, say Oh, it. Kenneth's not here. No. I don't think I've told him yet either. he will find out when he's editing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, Kenneth. Hey, bud. Hey, we're having a boy. <sighs> Woo! We're having a boy let's go. That's what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, sir. Yeah. That first shaw boy man. There you go. Super super stoked.
0: I bet your dad is walking on air.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's pretty excited. I gotta, gotta go into his. him. He's like, at least one of y'all know how to make a boy <laughs> 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 Oh, I love it. Like, you're not wrong, Billy. It just I was I was figuring like one out of four is gotta but, be a boy. Hey, you're not gonna call him little Bill though, right? Oh hell no. Maybe it'll be <laughs> Oliver
0: i like it yeah okay see i'm
1: glad you do my dad hates it really (laughs) he hates it Uh,
0: it you know there's a there's a lot of uh older names coming back around Mm -hmm. um there's a buddy of mine that was a couple years younger than me he had a he had a he had his first son like three years ago named him otis otis and i was like jesus wow I don't think I've read that name in a book Mm-mm. that was printed
1: less than fifty years ago. Otis, man, where I haven't heard that name in forever, and I don't read, so that's that's saying something. But you want to know where I got the name from? I've had this name for eight years or so in my mind that I wanted. It's going to be Oliver Grant.
0: Where did Oliver Grant come from? So
1: Oliver, the first name. This is when I came up with this name. This the the show arrow was really like super popular okay I loved yeah it. so oliver Cornwell. yeah
0: I, I watched like the first four or five seasons of it.
1: yeah and i'm trying to finish i for whatever reason i'm on the last season i just can't get myself to do it i might mean, know how it ends spoilers always get you you know if you're not careful mm, <laughs> i already know fair. how it ends um so oliver queen is you know he's the green arrow so oliver i like that name i was like okay and then grant same same kind of robust you know situation the flash when it first came out uh-huh. loved it the the actor who plays the flash his name is grant gustin there you go so i was like man i, I like both those names that's oliver grant it's unique it's kind of different you know it's not like out out there but it doesn't go along with the K sound that we have going along in our family i I mean we switched that up with a yeah got to think about it you got cody katie colton carissa yeah corbin colby yeah, <laughs> yeah. They definitely changed it up. Oh yeah. A well, lot. we did it for a reason because, like, I mean, we. When you're around my dad, <laughs> and they don't mean to like say this in like any negative way, he gets their names like he'll start saying Colby, but he'll say Corbin or Cor- 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 he just does it like that. No, it's like, hey, what's the easiest way to differentiate it? That's how.
0: I don't think it really matters what the name is. I, I think and maybe this is just me because I'm a couple years older than you. But at a certain point, like <laughs> your your brain is you're just acting gonna like
1: you're sixty years old. But
0: your brain's just gonna plug a name in. But here's the thing: I, I grew up in a house. There was me. Yep. So it's Jordan, Jesse, Justin, Jace, Jackson. My, my dad's name's Jason. Ugh. My dad's name's Jason. That kills me.
1: Okay, couple J names. I get it. I, I get why you would want to do that. But at the same time, I'm like, let's change it up, man yeah but i've always been the unique one in the family i've been different so i have two kids who have completely different names and i still say the
0: wrong <laughs> name sometimes and i'm like i'm not even that old it's because like you're so focused on the thing yeah that the name that comes us like not even important half the time that you're like, sense. Oh, what am i doing that's not your name
1: i get it i get it i understand but also i'm always unique and i'm different Oliver so. Grant, your your boy. Mm-hmm. You're
0: gonna get to tell him that his, almost his entire name came from comic book characters, superheroes, That's sir. Super Dude, cool.
1: Your your name's from superheroes. That's exactly how I'm gonna put it. So
0: superheroes. One day he's gonna be like,
1: Daddy, how'd you get my name? I'm
0: like, well, well, son. But see, comics is gonna be cooler when you tell him because yeah. everything comes back and mm-hmm. becomes popular again.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it might still be popular by then. I mean, I don't think it'll go to that lame stage like it used to be. I mean, it's always been, like, cool to certain people. Yeah. But then now it's, like... Nowadays, it's, like, it's huge. It's everywhere. Oh, it's... It's
0: a... It's, the, the thing is, with comic books, is people get into it for so many different reasons. You get into it because you you see yourself in a character or you get into it because you like a particular series or you get into it because, like, this person's focal point is, like, really dark and morbid and you really enjoy that. Or this person is literally using comic books like other people are buying and selling NFTs. Yeah. Like, there's a market for comic books in so many different, from so many different angles.
1: Absolutely man. It's awesome. And I love I love I love when you see people like super enthusiastic about it. Like you would have people back in the day in high school or something like you know talking about, you know, comics or whatever and they kind of get made fun of, but they didn't change because that's something they were so like involved in and loved yeah. and now you see it kind of make it like they'll turn into a career in some way shape or form and then like they become artists or like they'll you know make their own comic and stuff like that i think that's think stuff like that's super cool i
0: actually uh went to school with someone who has made see? made
1: it big exactly so
0: he was a year older than me and he worked at bankston's for like ever mm-hmm. like literally up until a couple years ago And Bankston's, you know, they provide a great service for our community because it's a comic book store. That's great, but they didn't—they never really paid all that great. Mm -hmm. And uh, my all my buddies, like close people, were like, "Oh, it's a dead end job," or "Hey, you should do something different," or you know, have you you know considered? Other options, you know, like everyone, everyone gives you crap because he was passionate about it, and that's why he yeah. stuck with it, and he stuck through it for, like I said, years. And you know, I think that was him more or less paying tribute to the comic book gods because, yeah, like he he ended up find like he applied and solidified a job for a high end comic book distribution or not di- distributor, but a, um, I guess a shop. But, the, but a more lucrative one yeah, than yeah. just like you know anybody just like the store. he his mom was literally telling me not long after he got the job he was just sending a picture he sent a picture of this comic book to her and he's like look at this and she's like well, she's not into it she's <laughs> yeah. like what am I looking at and he's like this is a $40,000 comic book Jesus. and he's and she's like how everyone talks about getting to live their dream yeah. but he you know he took all that shit as far and it really wasn't shit to him because he enjoyed what he does, mm-hmm. but now like he literally did it in a way to where he's like it didn't it wasn't the money wasn't about it and then now big I guess because he was so passionate about it he's he getting, he's getting money. paid yeah just hand over
1: fist money for doing what he loves comic books that's the best part uh, hopefully one day you know we'll be there in the same situation with this and. You know, our other channels, whatever we got going on. I know Kenneth's got his own channel going on. I've got my own channel going on. Yeah. The podcast. I think Liz has her own thing going on. Have you started one? Uh, I'm dabbling in a couple things. There you go.
0: See, I think I just need to st- strap a camera to my chest and, like, live life because I really think a lot of people would tune in. Yeah. The problem is is I do, like, a bajillion different things because my attention span's like, this big.
1: That's okay. And you can make... <laughs> so you, you could literally live your life by doing each of those things like you could do one thing one day boom that's a video doom next thing next thing boom new video you could do how you could do how to videos left and right because you're a how-to kind of guy like you're you know how to do everything it's weird like, <laughs> like you're like your jug line stuff like that mm-hmm. jug, people would watch that 100 people do watch that they watch it on youtube all the time
0: i i you know my favorite thing about watching fishing on youtube versus like a traditional fishing show what well, the person creating the content knows that they're going to hook you. They want you to hook watch. Yeah. So they edit out all of the boring sitting. Mm-hmm. And so you just see monsters getting reeled in for like 15 minutes straight. Yeah.
1: Like, like for a long time. That's like, so much better. A couple years ago, that's all I watched was like uh, just fishing videos left and right. I watched um, the Googan Squad. Those are my guys. I like those guys. <laughs> like the, that whole group of people, like they were always entertaining. I haven't watched them in a long time, but I mean, I've changed what I'm kind of working on. As far as like what I'm trying to develop, mm-hmm. you know, I, back then I was just I would get it. bought a kayak and I started kayak fishing, and which I still love. Which I've been in a while, but that's what they were doing. They were doing a lot of that, and I was like, man, that's and it's also one of my favorite pastimes, So I get it.
0: I think, I think if it, when it really comes down to it, the best way to apply all of the randomness into something that would make sense, I think would be to have a YouTube channel for homesteading mm-hmm. because. If you learn how to fish well, that's a good... That's something that would be good for a homesteader, like, create, yep. you know, you're going and getting food, you know, for, to feed the people on your homestead. That would be something you'd be good at. Or, like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But, like, that's the only only angle I could see where it would all play out. Like, mm-hmm. this is how you dig a tank. This is how irrigation works. Yeah. This is how you make a hoop house. This is how... You fix it flat if you're out in the middle of nowhere and you don't have this, this, and this.
1: How-to videos, doesn't matter how ridiculous it is, minimum video views, you're going to get is like 15,000. Like minimum. Crazy. I was so <laughs> while I was doing my whole thing trying to figure out, like I just bought a webcam, right? Which we're going to start trying to work on this with sometimes. Um, I was like, man, it's not showing up on my OBS system. Like, why is it not doing that? Mm-hmm. And then, sure enough, go to YouTube, how-to not very good quality or anything, but the dude had like twenty seven thousand views on how to get your your webcam set up on OBS. I was like, "It's simple." <laughs> he didn't even put a lot of money into it, but he showed twenty seven thousand people how to do it. What a genius! Yeah, and he's not the only one. There is like several videos like that, but they—I mean—they all have thousands of views. This is how tos are the easiest thing to do. Yeah, they really are. Mm-hmm. And, and you sh- would be great at it, I swear, because you are meticulous.
0: I am. You know. A lot of people don't think that uh, whenever just, like, spending time around people, mm-hmm. it's not until I, I'm like, do a physical thing, like, put a pin to pad or, like, yeah. physically put my hands on it, and then someone goes, explain. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then they're like, wow, you looked at that 15 different things and when you did this one thing?
1: Yes. Yeah, but it's like that one day we are <laughs> sitting out there looking at the truck, and you were talking about everything y'all did to it and all that stuff and how it runs and... How y'all changed all the interior and all that stuff? It's like, "Yeah, that makes sense." It's something you'd like to do, and you're good at it. Yeah, it, it, it's a
0: curse and a blessing sometimes.
1: I, I believe it. I believe it. Uh, it's your like little details probably bother the hell out of you, right?
0: Um, I'm, I think I'm becoming OCD as I get older. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to like look at it. And go, ah, I don't care. Yeah. But then when you're, you know, when you're 20 and you look at something and. Mm-hmm. Almost any 20-year-old's going be like, ah, I don't care. Yeah, screw it. Yeah, I'm 29 now, and I'm starting to go. Oh, hold on. Wait a second.
1: That little stitching is kind of messed up.
0: So here's here's a, here's something I never did ever, and now it bothers me, right? And this is like the first time I did it, I was like, mm-hmm. that was kind of weird. But the second time I did it, I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm becoming old. Yeah. You know when your light bulb goes out, and then you, you take the the lens mm-hmm. off of the light bulb you put the new light bulb in then you put the lens back over it, the cover yeah done that hundreds of times mm-hmm. right well this particular time about a year and a half ago i take it down <laughs> and i set it down and i take the light bulb out and i put the new one in and then I, I i literally grab the lens and i bring it up and i look at and i just to get a glimpse of like some dust on the inside and mm-hmm. And I was like, hold on a second. And I walked into the kitchen, and I sat it down on a towel, and I wiped down all of the outside and all of the inside and, like, cleaned it off completely. Took five minutes just wiping the whole thing down to where it was, like, spotless. And then I put it back. And now anything that comes off of a car, I used to be like, oh, I don't care. I just wanted to run. I'd take it off, fix it, and put it back on. Now I fix it and i'm like all right well we're gonna wash it in the parts and then we're gonna put this cleaner on it and then i'm you know what i'm gonna go ahead and knock this down and spray paint it so it you know it doesn't move so if you paint it it doesn't rust If it moves you grease it pretty simple farm mechanics but Mm -hmm. and it's just little stuff like that i'm starting to become a little ocd about it
1: (laughs) well the long term though like It makes it better when you fix those little details.
0: Yeah. You know, it's the thing, like my grandpa always says, you know, you're already here. You might as well do it. Yeah. So he's the type of person, if he does an oil change, he doesn't just do an oil change. Like You get like a quick lube or something, you know, the oil comes out, the filter comes off, the new oil goes in, the new filter goes on. Yeah. Like clockwork, when he does anything, it's fuel filters, fuel additives, air filters, cabin filters. You know, half of the time, spark blood. all like, the filters, like he, like he does. You know, any filter or additive that could go in or on when he's getting that oil change done, mm-hmm. he's going to do every single thing, every single time, and it runs like a champ. Oh, every time. There you go. I do that with my vehicles. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I learned that from him, though. They last forever.
1: That's the thing. Like man, that made me. That made me think of something at work. Like. I put in a work order for, you know, man, is come and fix something, right? Mm. And they're like, you put in a work order for this? I say, yeah. It was a belt that was ripping. They said, why don't you let it run to failure? I said, if it runs to failure, then we're going to be down a machine. And if we're down a machine, then all this product goes over there. We don't have enough people to do that. <laughs> and they're like, oh, back in this area, we always let it run to failure. I said, makes a lot of sense. You can <laughs> I, stop it down there. Yeah, <laughs> if, if we do that down here, we're screwed. And they're like, Okay, well, then they took it all apart, and they took the belt off. That belt was shredded. Like, it wasn't going to make another half a shift. And I was like, thank you. This is why we do what we do. Like, just fix it. Don't let it run to failure.
0: Yeah. Hey, you know, it's, uh, it's an interesting being being, uh, I don't know what the word is. The squeaky wheel, I guess. Mm-hmm. So many people have gotten caught up in being indifferent. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, well. I mean, it, I could make it my problem, but it's not my problem, so I'm not going to say anything. That's so why so much stuff messes up. And I'm not just talking about, like, at work, but I'm just talking yeah, about anywhere. General. Just like, oh, I could probably do something if I spent two minutes on it, but that's not my problem. Yeah. And then Everybody it becomes do it. a big problem because it, it, that's the social norm. is you just let things stand out until they become a bigger issue.
1: Have you ever called out somebody in public doing that? Like, I don't know. So, so like...
0: You know my favorite person to be around whenever they do it is Randy.
1: God, I knew because I was about to give an example of exactly what happened, dude. Randy called some people
0: out. I so, love
1: it. God, I love it. <laughs> so we went to a uh, we went to San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio last Fourth of July with him and his uh his now uh, his his significant other. Um, I don't know why I've said it so weird like that. <laughs> anyway, so we went to the mall right before we're heading back. Yeah. When you know, we're checking things out, you know, doing a little pop hunt and all that stuff and you know, just walking to all stores. Anyway, we're walking to our vehicle and we're like as we're walking up to our vehicle, there's this there's this lady in her car. And as we're walking up, she rolls down her window and she starts throwing water bottles out the window. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I know perfect. I'm like Randy looks at me, She really just do that? And I said, Yep. So he walks up to her, and he like looks in her window and he was like are you fucking serious? Sorry, Pam. And he, like, <laughs> he takes the water bottles and he went to like give them back to her, and she just rolled up the window. And he was like, "Fucking hate people like that, man." He's like, he he was about to like throw them back in her car. And I was like, "I love you so much." I just started dying laughing. I was like, "But that's things like when he sees stuff like that, he calls it out, and I love it."
0: What well, he is a very morally bound person. Oh yeah, he's just like. That's one thing, I, I honestly think that's why me and him have, get, have gotten along as well as we have mm-hmm. through all the years that we've been together, is I th- I make myself see gray mm-hmm. for to adjust to the people around me a little bit, but I think in black and white.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Randy, he thinks in black and white too. Yeah. That's why, like, it's either right or it's wrong. There's no, okay, well, this is acceptable then, but not now. No, like, stuff like that. hmm Perfect example. We were at a restaurant one time. We were out on the deck. There was, like, 30 or 40 people out on this deck, and we're sitting here waiting on food, <laughs> and this young woman pulls up, parks in a handicapped spot. Mm-hmm. With no badges of any kind showing, she gets out and goes to run in, and I think me and Randy might have been like standing on the sidewalk or something Is while we were like in front. I can't remember, but we were in front of the handicap spot, Mm -hmm. and as she goes to walk by, he goes, hey, you forgot to put your badge up for your, your handicap parking, and she's like, oh, I don't have one. He goes, well, you know, that's not for you to park at, and she's like, oh, well, just be a minute, and he goes, yeah, man. If someone who needs a handicap spot, who has a handicap badge, pulls up right now, you're blocking their spot mm-hmm. because you're just going to take a minute. And she, like, you could tell she was dying of embarrassment. Oh, yeah. there were so many people. Like, he wasn't. He was. He wasn't oh, he's polite not about, shy it. about it. No, he at was all. loud. No, he yeah. made sure everybody knew. And I don't even think she. Like, I think she thought about continuing to walk in the restaurant yeah. but she ended up just turning around and getting back in the car and like leaving
1: well especially with stuff like that it hits home like oh yeah for him because we you know we have family like that It'll yeah that spot and when he sees something like that he's gonna be like oh no 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 because like what if our grandma needed that or whatever right yeah and she couldn't get it he would be livid so he's gonna be he's gonna treat that person the same way as if someone else's grandma needs it right that's just the kind of person he is and i love it yeah he's good people's he's good people i'm still trying to get him on here man it just never lines up right well, I probably could have this week. brady has got a million things going on all He's the time. He's got a lot of things going on. He's got more so now. He just moved into his new house and all kinds of stuff going on. So, lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff going
0: on. We're putting ours on the market. Are you? Mm-hmm. Why? Um, well, if... The plan is... Without getting into too many details... Yeah. With all the research want. and everything else... um. We we could potentially move from this with the profit margins that we've made mm-hmm. and some savings, all lumped together, live, move closer to family. Yeah, and be mortgage free. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, like own the deed to yeah. my house and my land. Yeah, that,
1: I I understand that one hundred percent.
0: I'm like, that'd be a good place to be sitting at at twenty nine years old. So yeah.
1: Well, then after that, everything is just profit. It's retirement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you yeah. go. That's what I am hoping. So when are you retire When are you gonna plan on retiring?
0: Um, I don't know that I'll ever actually retire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are not gonna work there forever.
0: Nah, I, you know, I don't know. It depends on the month, really. Mm-hmm. I swear, it's it's. I don't like to say drink the Kool Aid, but like, sounds like a cult thing. Well, this the thing is where we work if you allow yourself to like drink the Kool-Aid mm-hmm. so to say but like if you let yourself buy into the program and you put yourself into the program the program puts a lot back into you oh yeah you get what you give to it yeah and sometimes i'm there and i, I i'm Rocking and rolling, doing what I can, helping other people do what they can. You know, like Zig Ziglar says, if you know, if you help someone get everything that they need, you'll eventually get what you you know what's coming to you. Yeah, and you know, in a lot of those universal success mindsets, I I I do I do believe that the person that's doing it because they have a passion to do it is gonna do more than the person who's doing it to get paid to do it
1: yeah oh well, yeah of course i mean just like your your friend yeah. makes, makes more sense yeah but like i
0: i don't really care for what we do as much as i care about seeing people develop and get where they're going mm-hmm. and if i have the ability to add value while i'm there um that's really gratifying to me so even though i don't really like the details of what we do like the actual interpersonal stuff and the team stuff i absolutely love so development part yeah like uh and just really seeing what people prefer and like what they end up you know turning out to be and yeah how it affects them i think that's super cool you get to see a part of people's journey so that's that's neat
1: you can take someone from a new hire to a lead basically and you're like wow I help do that. Yeah. Now they are the best of the best. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, "Hey, I did it."
0: Yeah, but like, I just I absolutely love that that side of it. So I can't say that I would put a number on it, but I don't know. I uh, I think if I had, I don't know, if I had half a million dollars in the blank bank, it, you know, it might be hard to go to work. But at the same, oh yeah, <laughs> but, at, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. but at the same time, like I've. I've always put money back, Mm -hmm. no matter what, and so, like, when you get that saving muscle, like, ingrained in you, Mm -hmm. like, it's really not about the money. Like, it doesn't matter if you make $2 or $200, if I save my $2, and you spend your $200, I have more money than you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, I get that.
0: I just like it's I don't know. a lot
1: harder to do it though. I can't you live s- off of it.
0: Yeah, I can't say if I can't say that there's a number on it, whether in years or in money. I don't know.
1: I would say if I had five hundred thousand in the bank, I would still be working. Uh, I would be working a lot less overtime. Yeah, I would minimize that to my best. See. I I like manufacturing,
0: I like manufacturing and uh-huh. like team settings. I think the only thing like my dream job I think is not far off from what I do now. Really, I think if I could do what I do, but for like a brewery, on a day shift,
1: that would be my dream job. You hit it on the you hit it on the head there. Day shift man, like I'm tired <laughs> of this rotating crap. <laughs> I have a I have a little. It's I would say, it was a five year plan. And then it turned into a four-year plan, and now it's like a three-year plan, and that three-year plan has like a year and a half left. Mm. So if I'm not off of the rotating within the year and a half, mm. I've got... Do you have options? I do have options. That's good. And I actually talked to a guy today about my options who wants me to come work with him, who is an eight to five. You know, it'd be a pay cut, mm. but it's I'd prefer the day shift for the family time, compared to what i have now which would be you know the rotating which i don't like
0: you should have a conversation with your father i say that because he has made decisions solely based on a life you know oh in yeah, the yeah, past yeah. Well, because right now you know the time's the only thing they ain't making any more of mm-hmm. so he's already recognized that like your your lifestyle is way more important is I'm not gonna say it's way more important than your income, but your lifestyle is definitely it should be a priority over your income. Yes, you should never let money dictate how you are taking care of yourself, treating others, and any and everything that that goes into. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that was part of like that's kind of the big reason he came back to our job was because he went to that place place because Mm -hmm. you know it was that. I mean, it was the day-based thing. But mm-hmm. when he got there, I mean, he was still making good money. When he got there, it was a lot of outside work, and he has, like, extremely bad allergies, like, to where, you know, he's gone to, to the hospital before over stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So, it got to the point where it was, like, it was getting back up there to where he just couldn't function how he needs to. And so, he started looking at his options. He made some connections, you know. I mean, he's he knows people up where we work now. Mm-hmm. They're like, here, we'll do this and take this. And he's like, deal. I mean, it he's making good money but it, that helps yeah it, it, but like that, that was i think that was the original reason he left was because he didn't want to rotate yeah i mean so, he, he
0: said it to everybody yeah. said i want to spend telling my grandkids i'm a grandfather now yeah i don't exactly. i don't want to have to juggle all of this stuff and miss out on my grandchildren
1: yeah exactly and it's i'm 26 and i've already realized where i'm at right now I'm going to miss some of my favorite days with my child if I don't change something up. Yeah. Like that, she's, I mean, she's got a couple of years before she really gets involved in stuff. Like, she's about to turn two. But even this this point in time, as she's turning two, this is where she's developing so much. You see her every day, and she's learning new words and learning new phrases. She's starting to see. You have two kids, right? I have a second one on the way.
0: Oh, I don't <laughs> know. Oh I, you, Cody and
1: your, You and your brother Yeah, yeah Cody is too
0: Sorry, that blends together sometimes No, that's cool So, I'm gonna tell you some stats that make me a little sad oh, You're already depressing me Yeah So, right So, whenever your kid's 12 years old You know how much time you spent with your kid As far as on a grand scale of 100% No For between you and your child for your entire life On average By the time your kid's 12 You've already spent 75% of the time you will ever spend with your kid Already
1: yeah, you're depressing me. Don't bring that shit up again.
0: Okay, there's another. There's another one. <laughs> but
1: why would you do? I just said don't do it, man.
0: Because if you know that to be the fact that it is, then you can change your life to spend your time mm-hmm. before you hit that mark. I'm trying to- and change your patterns that so you can do it. You, you can that stat doesn't even have to apply to you. Mm-hmm. On average, whenever a kid is ready to move out. And they're legally an adult 18 years old Done with high school You've spent 90% Of all the time You'll ever spend with your child When they're 18 Where do these stats come from? I need a source
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't I'm not fucking with with this computer right now Don't touch it (laughs) We're
0: going to have to do this whole episode
1: All over again Uh, Nope But If that's the case Man that's depressing It is depressing And just think think about, about My parents Yeah Man they need more time with me Exactly but their time with their grandkids, I think, is more important. It really is. Yeah, I think that's, that's big.
0: What's well, like, uh,. Now, I, this is circulated on the internet a million and one times, and I, I'm not trying to rip the guy off, but he, he he hits a good point. Yeah. So they're sitting there, and they're having the interview, and he asks one guy, he goes, hey, how old are your parents? And he's like, oh, 70 and 72. Mm-hmm. And he's like, or er, he was like 74, 75. And he was like, so say that they're going to live until they're 80. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. And he goes, how often do you see your parents? And he goes, oh, a couple times a year. And he goes, but realistically, they're probably going to, you know, they're going to be close to passing away, if not passing away. So, yeah. say you have five years left, and he goes, "Yeah, I have five years left." He goes, "Yeah, that's what most people would say. Mm-hmm. You have five years left, but really, you
1: have, you, 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 times. You have
0: t- eight to ten more times to yeah. see your parents. Ugh. And whenever you look ah. at, whenever you look at stuff like that, it
1: really ah, like Jesus it, Christ, it can make me see. It's oh. not, it's not supposed to be morbid though. It's saying. supposed to be motivating. Yeah, it's it's uh, enlightening."
0: Yeah, it's one of those things that after we have this conversation, you're going to walk out of this room and you're going to call your your parents and be like, hey, I just Mommy, want you to know I love you.
1: Yeah. You, I probably will, actually.
0: But I'm just saying, like, yeah. those are the things that, you know, we, we get caught up on bigger, better, more, mm-hmm. and what gives us that is our job. So we drink the Kool-Aid a little bit more, and then we miss a little bit more. Mm-hmm. We take just a little bit more money we lose a little bit more time
1: ah, man time i've i've realized over the past six to eight months like the time is so important the kids first, do that if you telling me man but first off like thinking about death like it makes me spiral like i don't like it like it like i go into the deepest darkest part of like just to keep it like plain and simple like what's at what's at the end of life is it nothing is it something it's, i don't know and then it, then i like just like oh uh, you know i just go down a rabbit hole of like what happens when i die we
0: view death very differently
1: yeah yeah, exactly most people do view it differently from what i am. like most people are okay with it and west where i'm like okay what i'm gone is it just blackness or am i going somewhere am i going up or am i going down okay after that what's up with my daughter what's up with my you know my future son like what are they doing when i die Mm-hmm. Like, are they missing me? Do they care at all? Do they not care? You know, are they happier? Are they sadder? That, that's the rabbit hole I jump into. Like, that's, that's why I don't, I try so hard to not think about death because it, I don't like it. it Does it make you nervous? It terrifies me.
0: Let me. But would you say nervous is one of those things that makes you Yeah, feel? I would say so. There's a good way to rethink about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think, uh, well, I'm not going to get into my views on death yet, but <laughs> so what's the difference between nervous and excited? I don't know. Not much. So your blood pressure goes up, your mm-hmm. heartbeats go up, you yeah. start sweating a little bit, mm-hmm. you start uh, feeling a little I don't frisky's the right word, but like a little jittery. Mm-hmm. So whenever you feel nervous, instead of saying Hey, I feel nervous <clears throat> or hey, I'm getting terrified of this, say this is making me excited. Mm-hmm. Well a positive spin. I, I, get okay. Okay. Now, I get what you're saying. Okay. Now you're saying in the particular topic. Yeah, of death, Yeah. So, me, I, I don't fear. I've accepted that there's nothing that I can do. Mm-hmm. There's no weights that I can lift. There's no cardio I can do. There's no foods that I can eat. Yep. There's nothing that I can do, and one day I will die, and there's nothing that I can do about it.
1: And I agree with that. I, I'm on I'm on you on that level.
0: But the biggest motivator is knowing that one day I'm going to die, and there isn't anything I can do about it. Mm-hmm. And whenever like that gripping sensation gets a hold of you, it's like... Wait, I can use this and I can I can rise up above it and do so much more.
1: Yeah, and I I get what you're saying. Like it's a, you use it as a motivator to, Absolutely. To, to be better. The dying part isn't the bad part for me. It's the after. I'm thinking about what happens after death. Is it just a black screen? Is there I won't even know because I'll be dead. Like there's nothing there. Do I go to heaven? Do I go to hell? Then am I just somebody's fuck the, 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 the soil on the earth you know something's gonna eat me so scientific
0: fact we're we're made up of everything that's in dirt yeah like all, all of all of the elements are like the same yeah because from the dust we came and to the dust we'll return
1: but you see what I'm saying though like what worries me is what happens after death
0: I don't know that I'd worry about it yeah no you don't but
1: I do <laughs> we're two different people here
0: well yeah no I'm just saying like uh first off it just seems like a lot of time and energy that can be put to
1: better use. That's why I don't think about is it. <laughs> the only time I think about it is when it like it comes up You, you know? have
0: nothing else to think about. Mm-hmm. You get That's st- why I'm, put I'm in a corner. I, That's why
1: I have so many hobbies. <laughs> so I have a podcast now. I have a gaming channel now. I have a child. I have you know a wife and I got work and, and I try to stay busy, but every now and then it pops up. And I go down my rabbit hole and I'm like the worst part of it for me is is there nothing after death? Is it just a black screen? Man. That, that freaks me out, man. Like, you know how Kenneth says he gets anxiety thinking about, like, how deep the ocean is and everything, and that's, that's like me. It's like, that's me. Maybe. That's so nonchalant. That can be the best sleep you could ever have. You, you like you, sleep, but you never wake up. You, but you're not dreaming because yeah, your brain's Here's out. the
0: thing. Do you ever want to wake up from a good sleep? Like a oh, good sleep. I do. You know why? You haven't been tired enough.
1: Mm, debatable. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up for thirty six hours straight with the pregnant woman. I've been pretty tired. That's true. Yeah. Uh but you know why I wanna wake up from that sleep? My kids, man. Yeah. That's anyway, death freaks me out and I don't like it, okay? I guess but, it. uh, but it's a it's a it's a uh it's an eventuality that we all have to deal with.
0: I think it's just another adventure, you know. Like if I was really going to get into what death could be, I really think that it's just something else, something else that we don't understand because we we're we're trapped in these particular vessels, mm-hmm. our bodies. Or we could uh, be like. But the thing is, is you know, energy is ne- neither created nor destroyed. Yeah. So there's something power in this vessel right now. If anything, what if? all of our potential is being held back by our bodies. The oh, only reason, I think it is, 100%. But I mean, think about it. At the time of death, you know, you have, what was it, uh, a DMT burst mm-hmm. in your brain, which is like the most intense thing that ever happens to a human's, to a human psychologically. Yeah. And in that moment of... During death? Yeah. That, that energy leaving the body it's it's like a prisoner walking out of a cell like it's like okay you've done your time mm-hmm. what's next
1: yeah i yeah. wonder i wonder if that's what they they like consider like um you know your life flashing before your eyes i bet that, i wonder if that's why they like link those two like that comment and that that dmt trip you're talking about. i think it is yeah that would make sense and then also like if you die and you have that that moment uh-huh. do you relive your life all over again so you get another 80 years but obviously you're dying but it's like in your mind you're reliving it you know what i'm saying yeah you're going through 80 years of your life it happens like that for other people but for you it's drawn out yeah that would be cool it would be cool i'd like that
0: it would be uh interesting yeah
1: and then like as you're going through it, i mean you have no control because you already lived it be like man i really messed up here man that was a good decision well keep on going keep on trucking along and man you get to watch your kids it's weird to think about man
0: yeah there's ah. a there's actually a theory that a high school kid she was sharing with me when we were fishing one night oh man when i was on vacation <laughs> and he was like and i can't i i i don't want to lie here because i don't know but it's like uh so the, the, how this theory goes is you are basically the god of your own universe. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is you live out a particular consciousness in your particular set of circumstances through your own eyes, like right in this moment. Yeah, And then you live out your entire life and then you die. Yep. And then you return to like we call it headquarters, but like, <laughs> you, yeah, like we it. return back to the beginning Yeah, and then This entity goes okay. Well, you lived out Colton Shaw's life, born in Mm nineteen ninety six. I'm just
1: guessing, yeah. Until twenty
0: fifty three. Until twenty whatever. Yeah. And then now you're going to go back and you're going to be a poor Chinese girl in eighteen eighty six or like something like that or like you know. Mm -hmm.
1: But so so you get to relive all the lives ever basically. Yeah.
0: That'd but cool. the this theory is that you can't evolve to you being the god of your own universe until you've lived every consciousness, every feeling mm-hmm. of fear, hatred, love. You, you you name it. Yeah. But you have to live every consciousness to understand every consciousness and then whenever all those collective consciousnesses to me this is mm-hmm come together at the time of death it's like you're inputting data until you know where everything is you know everything that happens you know everything that will happen you know everything that hasn't happened yet but there's this weird crazy theory man theories are crazy where you you live every single life
1: yeah that that was another thing I was like what if what if Christianity has it wrong and we are like instead of dying going to heaven or hell we're just reborn into a new person. We we're, we're, we reincarnate. We don't know, man. And you don't know until you get there.
0: That's right.
1: That's crazy.
0: I think uh, that going down that rabbit hole, I think it's really important to always remember that getting caught up in that sometimes has a hard time. It has a hard time with people because a lot of people get stuck right there. Yeah. They can't. They don't have dominion over their own, like their own environment in this particular moment, in this particular time. You know what I mean?
1: I do know what you mean. Yeah, I try not to think about death. Period. There's
0: so many. There's so many people that just they do only what they need to, or because that's all that they feel like they're capable of, and that's because they put themselves in this own little box, mm-hmm. or their phobias or fears. The, th- the only way to get past it is to live in it mm-hmm. and then you understand oh I'm in this place I've felt the boundaries of it I've felt the peaks and the valleys and everything in between I'm now comfortable in this space I can get over this Yeah. but for a lot of people that's they steer away from being uncomfortable and whenever they can get comfortable being uncomfortable those are the ones that really learn to have dominion Over their environment, you know what I mean. Kind of, kind of, sort of.
1: I kind of get it. I get it. There's there's so
0: many things debilitate people. Yeah, mental health is a real thing.
1: It is a real thing. (laughs) It's just, it's
0: crazy how one person can, two people, can have the same experience and it it messes one person up for like Mm -hmm. it's a struggle that they have for the rest of their lives and there's so many things that they have to do to overcome it and someone else can just walk right through it and it's
1: not nothing. Yeah, and then they become you know. The next LeBron or whatever, yeah. you know, whoever you want, to, Michael Jordan, whoever you want to compare him to, and the other person is living on a bridge because they can't function because it was it, you know, tore them apart so bad. It's perception I, is so yeah.
0: important. Oh yeah, on how you take things in and digest them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gotta throw that in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: I, I, I don't know. You know me, I, um, I can get a little hippy dippy, but
1: yeah, you're my hippy friend. I, uh, I don't know. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'd I enjoy some of that. Like sometimes, like sometimes, well, going down the rabbit hole can be fun. Yeah, it's, as long as it's not that rabbit hole. I don't like that rabbit hole. <laughs> that rabbit hole <sighs> takes me into depression sometimes. I don't like it. Yeah, and I don't like typically deal with that. But when I get there, I am like, I can't do it. It's how I feel, man. It's, it really is how I feel.
0: I don't know. My my thoughts on death has changed a lot.
1: Yeah, he like, almost died, man
0: uh yeah that's true They'd yeah. almost die
1: we need to go we need to do another episode like that just
0: you know we haven't talked about that at all
1: i know ever Not since, one ever time. since that, we lost that one episode ever since the first time jordan was on here we talked about his near-death experience which was amazing to hear about by the way i'm sorry you had to live through it but i was super happy to hear about it because it was super intriguing and interesting and just blew my mind i haven't talked about it once
0: surviving death is the best gift i was ever given
1: oh then you know the one between your legs <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew it was coming. I, I had to do it. Kenneth wasn't here, you know. No. Yeah, well, you walk around with a tree trunk between your legs. It is what it is. Sorry, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> you want to call it? How far have we been? All right, we're at fifty-three minutes. Really? Yeah. that has been a very interesting. You know, I've enjoyed this. This has been nice. Yeah. You, it was, got, a, you it got Says a we need Kenneth. Oh, I got one. You got a dad joke I on got deck? A dad joke. I was ready for this. Let's hear the dad joke. <sighs> All right, uh, Jordan. Yes. Why did the dog not want to go to wrestling school? I don't know why. Because he was a boxer. <laughs> Got it. <he. laughs> Suck it, Kenneth. You don't have to be here for all the best dad oh, jokes. Gosh, that one was pretty cheesy. Uh, it was good though, right? Yeah. Yeah, hit, hit, hit the hit the hit on the nose. It was good. It was, yeah.
0: That was dad joke material. That was dad joke material. Okay. All
1: right, sign us out, Kenneth. All right, guys, that's been uh, another episode of Last Minute Lab. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, please comment. Follow, like, subscribe, all that goodness. Jordan, you got anything but? Uh hey, buy a t shirt. Oh buy a t shirt. We got plenty of t shirts. Yeah. Check it out. Let us know. Hit us up in the in our DMs on in Instagram. Instagram. There you go. Peace out everybody. Peace out.